1: Welcome to Chinwag. I'm Paul Giamatti. And I'm Stephen Asma. And as promised, Chinwaggers, here's a little extra bonus wag for your listening enjoyment. Mm, bonus. Bonus. <laughs> See you on the other side, waggers.
0: A few years ago, I had to do a reading. There's a thing they've been doing in the UK, and I think it's also come to the US a few times now, called Letters of Note, where people gather together and people on a stage will read you some fabulous letters that have been read by written over the years by people to other people. It's a, uh-huh. it's a lovely sort of celebration of the letter, uh-huh. and it's illuminating, often funny, sometimes heartbreaking. And I was the very first one of these and was introduced to an incredibly famous actor. And this incredibly famous actor had flown from one uh, movie premiere, had gone halfway around the world to a second movie premiere, (laughs) the same film somewhere else, Mm -hmm. and then had flown to England and come straight from the airport to this thing. And I thought, okay, I, I should... I should leave this person alone. And he had been about six months, eight months earlier in the cast of something based on one of my books. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought, you know, I'll say my hellos, but I know how A, important and fancy and famous this actor is, (laughs) and B, how tired they are Mm -hmm. and must be. I will give them space and I'm not going to go and talk to them. And uh, so in the intermission, I'm standing around backstage and this actor comes over to me looking a little bit awkward mm-hmm. <laughs> and the actor says um neil uh, it's really good to meet you uh but um so uh I, I i was wondering um and they they named the thing they were in and uh suddenly the penny dropped and i got to go oh you were wonderful you were marvelous. Thank you so much. So you sad. were so great. And they, they beamed, and it was the, the sun came uh, out. Yeah. And I thought, oh, you've been I'm, I'm chewing good. yourself up because the writer <laughs> yes. didn't tell yes, you that's that you amazing. did a good job. And yeah. I was a, and yeah. I should have told you that when we were in, introduced, but I didn't because I was giving you your space. I and wanted you were to leave Desperately you fancy, and so on and so forth, but. You are wonderful and it's so great as a as a writer to be able to just tell an actor that yes. and you watch them bl- they open like yes. like daisies yes, have just do. been hit by a sunbeam. <laughs> oh no, yes they do. They blossom absolutely so great. It's really
1: really sad, but it's true. It's true. You you need it all the time and the writer's very important getting it from them. Because there is that connection. There is that really sort of like visceral connection between the two. You know, uh,
2: the other thing, Neil, about you that's really kind of um, amazing is that you're a British writer, but you've been living in America. And so you have this detachment on America, uh, just enough to like understand it, I think, better than Americans do in, in some cases. And there's some sense in which like a lot of your characters are these kind of they're like actors in a way. They're mm. they're sort of Barnum. They're they're PT Barnum esque. You know, they're yeah. they're sort of grifters and they're they're mm-hmm. ha- they're selling and they're and I, is that how you see America? Basically, is what I'm asking. <laughs> <A> land of
0: grifters <laughs> and, and hucksters. No. <laughs> no. I think I'm I think I'm incredibly <laughs> lucky in that I'm not from round here, and, yeah. and as a result of which, what I tend to do it's 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 that thing where you're you know, you're a fish from a different tank and you get to go, oh, the water here tastes different. And everybody Mm. else goes, oh, water just tastes like it always tastes. (laughs) And so you get to point out weird things that everybody sees, but they just blank because Mm. it's the way it is. And you can go, so this thing where you you drive the car onto the frozen lake at the end of December, early January, and then you (laughs) take bets on when it's going to melt the ice is going to melt. It's going to go through the ice. Midwest. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. And they go, it's nope, that's weird. not weird. We always do that. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no it's, weird. it's weird. Trust me. And I will put it in the book and you will see <laughs> that it is weird. Um, do I think Americans are grifters? No, I don't. I, I uh, But I do think that grifter is a very American archetype. You just have mm-hmm. to look at someone yeah. like Trump, mm-hmm. who is absolutely a Barnum-esque grifter. He... Yeah. He lies and he lies big and he lies with no regard for truth and no shame and and it works brilliantly for him. It works just as well as it worked yeah. for PT Barnum. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's you know, you only you only you only risk falling when you look down. Like yeah, it's right. it's it's that yeah. moment that Wiley Coyote yeah. <laughs> makes the mistake <laughs> right. of Whoops, looking right. down and <laughs> yeah. realizing that he's running <laughs> yeah. across the air. That's yeah. where you
1: go. We admire them, though, in this guy. I mean, we admire the guy who gets away with it. We love the sort of guy mm. who's, who's KD, that guy. There's That's always true. this thing in the end when we go like, hey, smart, you got to be smart. He, got got away be, with it. Know, he fooled us. Yeah. He got away with it. You know, we really do love it. The Santos, George Santos, is a fantastically bizarre. I mean, talk about a trickster! Talk about yeah. a trickster! And it's one of these guys where it becomes. But I'm fascinated by with comment: is that to what extent are they buying their own thing? How much do you need to buy your own thing? Yeah. How much? And he, and the, and that's the uncanny thing to them is. Not being able to tell, like, are you fucking with us? Are you fucking with yourself? <laughs> are you, are you fooling? How much have you fooled yourself? How much do you really believe this
0: is well, fascinating. That's the fascinating one with Sanchez. Yes. Yeah. Cause you just yeah. look at him and, and I love the fact that I hope. Five years from now, people will have to explain to each other. If somebody's listening to this, they're going to have to go on uh-huh. to Wikipedia <laughs> yeah. and find out, so who was Santos? What are they talking about? Here? Yes. No, he going be president by Well, then. he will,
1: well, but he'll join that great sort of cohort of who's like the tick-borne <laughs> fraudster and all that stuff. All these famous con men and stuff like that. Maybe, or he'll be, you know, uh, Secretary exactly. of State. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or or he'll be, you know, the equivalent of that ice skater who hit the other ice skater on yeah, the plate. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's that kind of um, weird fame. Yeah. People who came out of nowhere, the you know, the the Lorena Bobbits of this world. Yeah. Who just sort of, <laughs> wow. See, but we remember that, but people will have
1: to look that up. John Wayne Bobbitt, Wow.
2: <laughs> no guy will ever forget the name.
1: <laughs> no. But it's an interesting thing, that thing of how, to what extent have you f- are you believing your own thing? And I suppose it just gets too murky for me. It becomes
0: such a hall of mirrors with guys well, I, th- like I think that that the one thing that some of them have really learned and internalized, and I think Trump kind of um, may have been the, the you know the apotheosis of it, is you just never admit anything yep, that's true yeah. all you do you attack yeah you never defend you just attack and you you keep reciting your version yeah of events as yeah. if saying it will make it true and then you point out that the people who think otherwise or who say otherwise are obviously evil people with an agenda yeah and they are the people who should be investigated and attacked and um and you sort of watch that going on and and you keep going well but but surely they they know, and doesn't this, and isn't there a point where somebody sort of points and says, "But you know, I remember that strange point in the press where they decided newspapers suddenly decided they were actually allowed to say that Trump yeah. lies about things, yeah, and up to that point, they were like we have to consider the alternate reality of the situation. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. here is reality, but here is what the president says, which is an alternate and equally valid reality. Yeah. And then there sort of came a point where they went, he is lying about this. This did not happen um, or whatever. And, and it's like, okay, that's actually kind of refreshing. <laughs> so much of
1: this, though, I mean... and. In, 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 was you start to realize how much we had just agreed upon what was, what was real and what was right. I mean, so much of the government institutions you started realizing was all just a kind of gentleman's agreement that we were all going to say, this is how this works. Right guys. Mm -hmm. And then you just, it starts to come apart very easily because it's just been a consensus that everybody's come to. And it's very easy for somebody to step in and just begin to completely tear to shine. I mean, trickstery chaos. It's just sort of making hay out of the fucking thing. And it's, it's, it's fascinating how much of it is simply held together with chewing gum and, you know, twine. And it's just going to come apart in two seconds, all of this stuff. Thanks for joining us. We hope you had fun.
2: We'll meet you back here again next week. Wag on, weirdos.
1: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating.
0: All the must-not-take-yourself-too-seriously and... since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
2: Chinwag is a production of Treefort Media and Touchy Feely Films. Hosted and executive produced by Paul Giamatti and Stephen Asma. Executive producers for Treefort are Kelly Garner and Lisa Ammerman. Dan Carey is executive producer for Touchy Feely. Our series producer is Rachel Whitley-Bernstein. Original theme music by Luke Topp with additional music by Via Mardot. Oscar Guido is our executive in charge of production. Tom Monahan is head of audio for Treefort. Animation created by Alex Sokol. Editing and mixing by Jeff Neal. Lastly, for more information, go to chinwagpod.fm and find us on instagram or tiktok at chinwag pod or on twitter at chinwag underscore pod
3: oh my stars steve my stars and stripes we have some exciting news shall we tell them we should reveal that chinwag is hitting the road again and going on a west coast tour yes that's right if you missed us in your fair city Truly, friends, don't fret, don't fear, don't have a panic attack. (laughs) Do not panic. We will be recording live Chinwags in May in Los Angeles, Portland, and Seattle. Yes. In L.A., we'll be at Dynasty Typewriter on May 14th. You can go to chinwagpod.fm slash Los Angeles for tickets. And on May 16th, we're going to be in Portland at Revolution Hall. For those tickets, go to chinwag.fm slash Portland. And we'll be at Town Hall, the great town hall in Seattle, on May 17th. For tickets to that, go to chinwagpod.fm slash Seattle. You do not want to miss this. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be mighty, mighty. So get your tickets at chinwagpod.fm, and we will see you there. Come on out, Waggers. Come out, Waggers. Come out. (laughs) Come out. (laughs)
2: Come out of hiding.